You're listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Carlos Paez. Damn. Nuestras demandas, bro. Honestly, this song right now feels That's like it, 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 it means more now than it has. Mm-hmm. He, ese güey es uno de los músicos, cantantes, artistas. It's like one of them dudes, bro, that you can listen to any one of his jams, any one of his tracks. I can sit down and watch his live feeds right now and I get lost in what he's saying. You know, because like every song has a tale and every, every song, regardless of what era he wrote it in, it's... It has truth and meaning to it. Those are songs. Tiene alma. Tiene, it has a soul. Sí. Mm, nuestras demandas. Thank you, Mr. Pies, for letting us utilize your artistic piece here on the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Aquí estamos con el compita chicle. Yeah. Make yourself at home because this is home, fool. This is I you. Know. This is our once, once a week once therapy a week. session. Yes, sir. It, it could be more. But you're busy. I'm busy. You know, it could I want to give other people a chance. And then just in case someone wants to come back. I mean, oh, yeah, we'll you never guess. know. Yeah. You we, never know. We, we like the component right now where it's at least that's what I was. I threw that at the group today. I threw it into the chat. Yeah. And I was like, hey, guys, things are going good in the podcast. Should we continue to drop like two to three episodes a week? Should we draw it back and just do one a week? Like we're 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 new to this game. We're We're still. We're still in our, in our in our toddler stages as it relates to the the podcasting, but thank you to you guys, everybody who listens and and, and supports us through Patreon. We appreciate you, who uh, everyone like our sponsors and stuff. We pre- thank you. Yeah, you guys are making this like side to the side to the side project come to the forefront, where we're like we're we're actually we're scheming, we're blueprinting, we're we're trying to make this. Give it better structure. You know, creating it a, a jump off to for better things. And we can talk about this. The 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 Emo Brown Podcasting Network. EB, yeah. e- EBPN. EBPN. So EBPN. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of people in our group. We have a lot of people. In our group. I have myself. Tengo compita aquí el Enrique el Chicle. We have Jordan. We have glasses. You know, mm-hmm. we have the Colombian. We have el Profe. Uh, we have a el Matt. A nice group of people that have come onto the show. And all of us now through this want to use it to create our own podcast, yeah. you know? And, and, and we're like, why fucking, why not? Why it's, not? You know, it's therapy for me. You know, I get to like, it's like punching a bag. I'm just like throwing words that have some meaning behind them, you know? Sometimes we speak in code for reasons you now don't need to know about. That's right. That's right. But yeah, I mean, the EBPN, just looking for a place. I don't know if we're going to do it here. Where's, where would be a good place to, to, to house the headquarters of Emo Brown? Dang. It's got to be South Bay. It, it, yeah. it cannot be like yeah. anywhere else. No, I don't know. Chula Vista me gusta. Yeah, Barrio Logan me gusta. It's got to be somewhere a cool where it's little like, yeah. location. It's just a little nook. I mean, this is nice too. This but, is nice. You know, something that has a view, maybe, or uh, at least like a window. All you gotta do is look at me, papito. <laughs> sí, pero there's a table between us. <laughs> that being the case. Lolita's Mexican food. Yeah. El compita farfan. After I'm telling you, man. Delicious. There was a lot of a lot of begging. 
There was a lot of going what? back and forth. Oh, negotiation. Yeah, and I was like, you know what, bro? Yes, you can be our sponsor. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, we're fucking proud and, and you know, feel awesome that a locally based grassroots business mm-hmm. from here, you know, family, family owned and operated yep. Lolitas. They've been here 36 years and now we're going to take them on for a ride to Emo Brown Lolitas together. Hip, Hell yeah. Connected at the hip. Also in partnership with Kenmas, Belboa Avenue Dispensary. Bro, we, we, we're bringing you things now. We're going to yeah. do giveaways. Ooh. We're going to give cards, bro. Nice. The website. People ask me, how do we get all of this information? How do we manifest it? How do we go to one place and get everything? I want to learn more about Chicle. Where do I go? go? Go to our website. Go to our website. I don't know more about glasses. You know, why the fuck doesn't he wear socks? How many pairs of vans does he really yeah. have? Go to the website. You know, we're working on it. We're creating links that kind of give you information on everyone involved in this thing of ours, Adimo Brown. And... You can listen to all of our, the RSS feed is there, so you can listen to all of our episodes. Um, there's a merch site that is so close to being um, fucking uploaded and released with new merch, stickers, pins, shirts, hats, todo el pelo, bandanas. We're going to open it up, and it's going to go live soon. So honestly, emobrown.com, that's where you find us. That's where you need it. What if, what if I wanted to like talk to you or, or say something? I'm going to tell you. Let's just say it's 1.30 in the morning, bro. La uh-huh. una y la mañana. You've been sipping on that mezcal. Yeah. You're feeling all warm inside. You're feeling a little liquid courage. Light bulb. I got something to say. Yeah. I'm going to get some shit off my chest. Mm-hmm. 619-728-9300. 619-728-9300. Nice. That's the line. That's the emo brown line. You call us. You share a story. You yeah. share a joke. Yeah. You ask us a question. Contribute. Dude. And now, like before we started, we were looking at the at the messages. We got some messages on there. We got a couple bank now. the 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 goal is one one a week. You know, whoever's on the podcast, be like, all right, cool. You know what? Let's let's address this. Somebody's got a question. Boom. So get used to that. Like I said, we're we're learning. We're 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 navigating our ways through this podcast structure. How we're gonna do it, but. Above and beyond everything else, thank you guys, the Patreoners. Thank you, Chicle, for yeah, jumping on board and you. being a part of this squad. 728-9300. 728-9300. Uh, what's Very going cool. on, Papa? What's the word? Nothing, man. Enjoying the weather. It's summertime already. I don't know if you, you knew that. Is it summertime? No, ah, but it feels away. like ah, it. Okay, all right. And we're working from home. Well, some of us still are, so. Don't even um, start with But work, everything's bro. good, man. Don't, don't, everything's don't even good. start with fucking work. Healthy, happy, busy. Que bueno. Yeah. Nice. Family's good. Bike rides. Bike rides. Still, well, actually, this week we're a little slow. Um, our captain, um, my daughter, her legs started getting a little sore. All right. All right. Um, so she told me, you know what, Dad? I, I think I need to rest a couple of days, and then I'll come back strong. Nah. <laughs> so we, we came back. We were on our way to Abuelo y Abuelas. And we had to turn around, you know, she iced it, took care of herself. And then today, woke up, daddy, I, I finished reading my book, let's go for a bike ride. Neta, nice. And so we went out there. Yeah, but it's still going, man. Picked up another little project bike. How many do you have? Um, I have my road hybrid bike that's broken, so don't invite me to your long rides. Don't be a um, I also oh, have the beach cruiser that I put together. Okay. What do you, when you guys say put together, because let's be real, when you say yeah. put together, what does that mean? What so did it, you do? Okay, so 
I was looking through the Craigslist. Mm-mm. I found one for sale for $55. Okay. Right? It said, in running condition, tires hold air. Tire, uh, 55 bucks. Let's right. do this. All right. Worst case scenario, you strip, you have a frame. Right. And that's which is what ended up happening because the bike, the tires were disintegrating. <laughs> But so, they held there. But they held allegedly, there. <laughs> I don't know how they held there because you can see all the, the wires inside the tire, but whatever. Um, so what I ended up doing to get apart, went down to uh, South Bay Bikes. Okay. All no, right. wait. I said the name wrong. Baja Bikes. Oh, you went to Main Street, bro. Yeah, Main, Main Street. Street. Ooh, My bad. I hay mean hay una cuadra. See? Ooh, ooh. Yes. Oh, I'm going to have to go this, now. This is good. Okay, so I went there because it was recommended. I believe it's also a family-owned business, mm-hmm. okay. locally owned. Um, so we went down there, got us some skirts, got us some bike, the, the tires, white walls, <inaudible> brand new rims, nice little handlebars. How much is this project costing now? Uh, well, don't ask me that part. No, it's a $55 bike. All right. Cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the thing that I love the most... I threw a little skull on the front. Yeah, all right. So it's custom, yeah. you know. And you threw a little culture on it. it. You threw a little culture on so it. I put it together. That's that's what it means to me. Right. Um, I need I need to get in on that. I, yeah, come one on. look at. I have a mountain bike. Yeah, and, and glasses have been talking. Let's go mountain biking. I said, all right, cool. We have a road bike. I need just the cruiser because I can't roll in any of those just in the neighborhood. Look, my kids have the bike, and my wife's bike is old and just all like nail. So I said, let's get some bikes for the hood. And I've been looking. I just haven't had much time to like invest in getting it. But I, yeah. I I'm going to join this little road yeah. bike gang or the little street bike gang of yours. Yeah. We're going to come in and we're going to handle it. I um, hear, I hear though, that you need to put your bike away. See, we no mames. I bought a killer bike from Jordan, dude. I bought a killer <laughs> bike from Jordan. And then I left it in the front yard on the patio one night. Mm-hmm. If you ask my wife, she'll probably say, it was there for like three nights. Mm-hmm. It was probably just... Did you leave a note on it that said free? <laughs> free, right? <laughs> Dude, no mama. Somebody had the audacity. Audacity to cruise into the neighborhood, open a gate. They opened our gate. They Damn. walked in. They picked up the bike. <laughs> and then just walked out. Probably rode it out because that is a bicycle that was fully operational. It definitely held its air. Nice. <laughs> so we bought the ring after that. So we can just like, who's there? Oh, good. Dude, I like the ring. I need to get that. Dude, the ring is I on need point. it. The, I need the, it. Fuck, I'm at, I'm at work. I'm, I could be, in, I could, right now, I can just look at my phone and take a quick view on what's going on in the neighborhood, you know? Is yours the one where you could talk into oh, it? Oh, yeah, you can, you can talk. You can talk. <laughs> you can see them, but they can't see you, obviously. Yeah. So I'm like, who's there? Now nah, we good. We don't need none. Thank mm-hmm. you. Make sure you close the gate before you leave. Boom. <laughs> and then it brings you into it. like a little community called the neighborhood and then you just hear hey, everybody everybody who has ring is part of this little community and they say oh my god on on second and h there's tal y tal cosa na sucediendo boom 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 mm. there's gunshots on neighborhood watch yeah it's a neighborhood watch 2020 style That's you know awesome. so it, it, it's pretty cool but a lot of people just put random things like they'll show a video of like uh some guy just walked by my car stopped bent over to tie his shoe and left <gasps> why and it's like oh. yeah. <laughs> and then everybody on that ever like shut up there's nothing to report on you're wasting our time and i'm like damn these people are vicious dude I know. but yeah get ring i'm gonna get, get ring it, it doesn't matter it. how nice your neighborhood is i know you live on top of the hills but still yeah you got to make sure you, you know who's yeah. coming in it's your, it's your castle is it castillo the castle castillo give them the gem what else has been going on with you 
anything, anything um, catching your eye, anything, anything provoking you to into thoughts. Yeah, you know what? About probably, I guess maybe in the last three four days, I have a friend, the same friend that told me that amazing quote of. You set the bar for yourself and the people you surround yourself with. Okay. Right? Same person. I like that one. She loves to post quotes. And, you know, I'm big on quotes. It's something I even had a lesson plan around quotes with my students where I would show them a bunch of quotes. Well, we're all your students today. Journal. We're all your students today. And so the one quote that I've been looking at the last couple of days, it says, everything that happens helps you grow even if it's hard to see right now. And that caught my eye. One, because of everything that we're all going through right now, but even just personal stuff, like with school, personal life, like we're always growing, you know? And sometimes I think we get so caught up in the moment that you forget to kind of take a step back. Breathe. Breathe. Observe. Look at everything. Yeah, yeah observe, right? And, and like take it all in. And... I don't know, reading that is helping me right now because it's been tough. Like, I'm excited. Last last time I was here, I was saying there's a lot of exciting things happen, happening for our seniors. Now I'm more excited because we got more in the works for them. For, when, when is this event? When is this? You're talking about it was going to be on the major network. There, there's so. one that's happening tomorrow. on the Saturday six, the 16th. Saturday the 16th on ABC, NBC, Fox, CBS. I don't remember the time off the top of my head, but it's going to be uh, broadcast live on all four. And then I know in June we have President Obama is going to be like saying some words for all the graduates. He and his wife, uh, Michelle Obama, will be doing something. So I'm excited for that. I believe that's on June 3rd. Um, and then... Just more personally within my own school, like we're starting to gain some traction and, and plan something that I think is really exciting for our students. I can't say too much because we want it to be a surprise, but just something that will still allow them to be in close proximity within a vehicle, um, but all together in the same place to celebrate their graduation. Obviously not the same as our traditional graduation oh, ceremony, yeah. but... With some cool little twists that we hope will make it memorable, show them how much we care and that we're thinking about them, you know, so. Dude, how fucked up is this situation for seniors, bro? Yeah. This is bad. This is like, this yeah. is, I was talking to wifey, my, our, our niece, my goddaughter. Um, she's graduating from high tech high. Yeah, I you saw know? that. Yeah, you, have a, you have a sign. Yeah, she's, she's graduating from high tech high and it's not happening. You know, yeah. so it's like, oh, man, that sucks. Cause, you know, I mean, obviously, when you're in that position, that was an asshole, man. I don't care. I don't want to walk. I don't want to. Uh, let me just finish and let's move on. Close this chapter on to the next. You know, right. I've always been that kind of guy. But then it's like you reflect, you look back on it. Then you're like, ah, cabrón. you know, that was that was a that was a, a momentous occasion in my life up to that point. You know, because when you're young, getting your license is a big deal. When you're young, you know, going on your first date is a big deal. Getting your first job is a big deal, you know? Like, I have, I bought my own car. I can drive to my own job. I can go to school. I can take my friends here. I can do this. Graduating high school is a big deal. Huge. Because you're not going to see any of these people anymore. No. A majority of them, ya no los vas a ver, güey. You no. know, like, that, that, that's a wrap for them. Like you, you, has, you got a good run from elementary, middle to high school. 
and then to remove the the, the ceremony, the closing ceremony of his kids, it kind of sucks. Yeah, but well, and and I think too, it's the kids and their families. You know, it's like everybody that was los abuelitos, the everybody, right? And so, I'm excited because we, I mean, many of us have been. Now, I imagine, and I hope that at every school this is happening, right, where people are trying to find ways. And I've heard all kinds of ideas that are out there, but I think for me, it's about being connected. It's about being around people. It's about like, you know, the celebration that you're going to have with your family, right? Yeah. But to see your friends, to see their parents, to see other people and, and just that moment. Tying up blue strings. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And and so I think we're doing our best, obviously. I don't think there's anything that we could do that would be good enough, right, to replace what they've lost. But, you know, we're genuinely from the bottom of our hearts trying our best and Again, I'm really excited, um, and, and we'll see what happens. And and I think just linking it back to the quote, I don't know for the the youth, you know, that are experiencing this. I don't know that. I wish I could say like this is what they're going to take away from this moment, and and hopefully, um, at some point they will be able to say that. But I think the one thing that we're all experiencing is that lack of connection, that lack of being around people and, and being a part of something bigger because most of us are confined to our homes, you know, in, in, in a very small radius of that. But I think if if people, all of us, and, and mostly the youth who will be future leaders, future, you know, people who are making things happen, remember that, you know, remember that we need we need to be connected. We need to collaborate. We need to have community. You know, and to never again isolate or push people away or, you know, all these things that sometimes we did as teenagers, right? Because we can be the, the coolest people and also like the meanest people ever, you know, and to remember how we feel right now, because there's always going to be that person that feels isolated, even when they're in the group, you know? Yeah. So that's what I hope everybody out there can can consider. You know, and, and make peace. If you got beef with somebody, make peace with them because something that you just said, you never know when you'll see them again. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's, 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 real. that's always real, yeah. right? That's always yeah. real before Corona. But I think now it, Damn, it's you're, you're opening the door to something else, Chicle, all right? I am not prepared to go down that entry right now. Okay. No, no, cierto. <laughs> no, I, I always talk about that shit. We've, we've even talked about beefs and, and, and dramas and stuff like that in the past. I'm older now, like, I'm an asshole and, and, and I'm very like, I got a strong personality with the way I, I handle stuff sometimes, but I, I'm learning to just kind of like, well, I even sweat it, you know, like yeah. I'm not going to force something to work if it's not going to work. And I, that being the case, I'm not going to hold certain things against people and stuff like that. So I'm all, like, I have a, I have a, fuck, I have a beef like with, with somebody in the family and, um, and I always talk to wifey about it and, and. And um, she asked me, why? Why do you have a beef with this person? And like, what's the deal? Like, oh, it's it's kind of childish. And then, mm -hmm. but that there's certain times in like in, in your life when we're fucking stubborn, bro. Of course. You know, we, we die on certain hills. You know, we, we just like, we, we see red 
and I don't think I'm not ever not gonna see red when when I talk to certain people. It's just like man, yeah. fuck, you know. It's like nice. Nah, the me saca me saca nos emociones que you know. Mm-mm. So I always tell wife, it's like damn, if something ever happens, just no fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I just recently I was telling, I was like, I don't know, you know what? I gotta let go of certain shit. And yeah. One, I never see this person. Two, it's like never talk to this person. So it's like why? And then I take it back to the 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 good, not the good is what Bronx Tale, bro. Mm. El Bronx Tale, donde estaba el pinche Sonny. El Sonny le dijo a Little C, al, al Cologeno. He was like, why are you chasing after him? Because he owes me $20. And he's like, let him go. For $20, you ain't never got to worry about that guy again. Yeah. You know, for $20, that guy's always, te va a ver y te va a sacar vuelta. You know, for $20, that guy is a fucking, he's a memory. He's a distant past. Yeah. And... I was thinking about that. And I'm weird because those are the fucking movies I like, bro. I, I like movies, movies with a purpose. I like movies with a tale. I like dramatic movies. And then, yeah. and then you can throw in uh, the Titanic because that was just... Wait, what? No, nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's like you talking about yeah. like beefs like that. And, and, and I, I feel like it, I'm 41. Like, I'm always fucking preaching to the point where it's annoying about... Yahweh, this is the COVID. This is this is the corona the corona era. If, if you're not learning, if you're not growing, the fuck is it really all about? And it's like, all right. Yeah. Am I ready to let go of beefs? Fuck no, I'm gonna keep that shit. No, is, no, is no, it, no, I am. I'm getting rid of it. <laughs> is it one of those situations though where like you feel like you were wronged? Or, Bro, or it's there's... been so long. Honestly, I don't I don't know where it started. Oh damn. I don't like know that. how I don't know how it developed, but it's just there. And it's I'm there. Like, eh. So at this point, it's like, fuck it, wait. It's not. It's, yeah. it's unnecessary. Yeah. I can I can go to sleep knowing that I have no dramas with nobody. People may have dramas with me. Yeah. And that's and I can't control that. And that's part I of the cannot, territory. Yeah, I can't you know, control when you, that. You're out there and you're a, a businessman, a community leader. Like, oh damn, you really? you put oh, yourself out there. I don't want to, but it happens. Yeah, I don't want to. It but does, it and and I think that it's also like you just said. You you have a different perspective, and maybe ten years ago, you you would have been actively pursuing that beef. You know, I was like any time we crossed paths. I yeah, I remember you just make like, it a point. Yeah, dude, I would specifically push <laughs> buttons like oh, things that I know. You know, and like I yeah, if it's one thing I have, uh, I went to graduate school for shit talking and pushing buttons. Like, <laughs> like I have a PhD in that, dog. Like I. My master's is in getting under Player people's skin. Player hating. Yeah, yes. Pinchy, hyperthermic hater. I can get Damn. under your skin and I can just live there. I, I just, I know how to get under people's skin and, and push buttons a lot more back then, you know? Yeah. So for this person, I just, I remember I just, Damn. Fuck, I, I just, I'd be like, wild. I'd be like, it's on, it's on, it's on. Like never physical. Yeah. I, I just like always just like shit talking like, hey, blah, 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 whoop, de, whoop, whoop. And I just see in the face and in my, and, and be like, got him. Check me. Uh, and then I just move on. But then, yeah, yeah dude, I'm fucking 41 now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I have kids. Like, I didn't have kids when that shit was going down. And, and I mean, I don't know if this is what you're saying, but I know for me, when I think of the old version of myself, and there's been several, but there are some versions that, like, I'm glad I'm not that person anymore, you know? Uh, and I think in thinking about this situation that we're in and thinking about just valuing who we are now, you know, and not carrying that energy, I think, is the biggest thing, right? Because all of that gets you might, heavy. Yeah, it gets heavy and it starts affecting you in, in other places. Yeah. And then now thinking as a parent, too, 
inadvertently like your kids are gonna see it yeah you know and that's who that's a big deal what your sons will see that's a big deal and like from my son and my daughter and it's funny because the other day i was talking to my son about it of like you know you see me going through this thing and i want you to know like i'm not proud of this this and this this is what i did and i'm not proud of that i want you to see that and and like i always tell you big daddy like we all make mistakes and it's okay. If you need to apologize, you apologize. You know, and I got emotional with are, him. Are you, it's ta- like are you talking to me right now? Is there, are you reaching into my soul and you're talking to me? Well, and I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know how you are with your, your kids, but like, those are the conversations. My son's 11 years yeah. old. Yeah, they're a little older than You know, yeah. but I want to let him know because I also don't want it to become one of those things where like I'm constantly telling him like hey be the best you can do da 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 and then I don't want him to be like well wait dad like I, I see you doing mm-hmm. this I heard you say that yeah. and so I, I checked myself in front of him because that's one thing that I'm constantly telling him like hey man sometimes you just gotta be the bigger person yep. and say sorry who cares if you should say sorry or not it's not weakness no mm. it's like you're just in control of your environment and if you can help someone else feel better and just suck it up and say sorry like say sorry no biggie and, and I'm capable of that because with wifey always and and, and I tell wife if, if wifey and I were the same person we would we would always be constantly going at it oh you hell know yeah but it has to be balanced. You see, she, she, she holds grudges. I don't hold grudges. I just have this one, this one grudge that I hold, and that's it, you know? But with wifey, yeah. like, I'm always the first one to say, you know what? I'm sorry. Right. I, I probably approach the situation completely, like, in the wrong way. But you know, I have a lot of things going on, and I think I just, I think I put that on you. It's like, I apologize. Nice. You know, like, I apologize. This is my bad. Let's just rewind, start over. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I... I'm fully capable of doing that. And I have to work on that with the boys. Because, yeah, my kids are little. Like, two, six, and seven now. You yeah. know? But they're at that teetering point where they pay attention. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, they're and picking it up. Yeah. So, now more so than ever, I've been telling them, you know, try hard and listen. So that's all you got to do. Like, that will be the answer to all your, your dilemmas right now in this stage in your life. Yeah. Okay? Like, don't quit and just pay attention. That's it. You know, just try hard and listen. But that doesn't. Just try hard. Listen, I can't do this. I said, just relax. And I want to be that mirror image to them. Exactly. That's why I don't quit. Like anything, bro. I don't care. Like if the ship is sinking, this, I'm like, all right, what can I physically do to make this not go that way? Yeah. And I just want to let them know, you know, it's important for me to, to get up every morning and go to work and show them that this is what you do. You know, you just try hard right. every day. Every day, every day is a new battle. Every day you're going to do this. Every day you get up, you go, you accomplish your responsibilities. You come home, you disconnect, and I, I, I'm working like, and wifey can attest to this. As soon as I come home, there's two ways I can come home, bro, because UPS right now is fucking bananas. The brewery is fucking bananas. Everything, everything is bananas, you know? Yeah. So it's like I can come home and wear it, and I've come home and wear that face like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Everything sucks, bro. Like, everything fucking mm-hmm. sucks, but no one's going to win like that. One, I'm going to feel like an asshole later on because I'm like, I'm showing the kids this, this yeah. side, or now I'm like, I've come home and like, you know what? Esto no tiene nada que ver con ellos. You know? Yeah. Like, I got to put it aside. I got to come home. And I got to be the person that they're going to be looking to and sponging off of. So, it's like, and it's hard, you know, because there's, yeah. there's a lot of shit. We're, we're, we're men. 
when we're fucking adults. Yeah. Like you said, we, we got a lot of responsibilities. There's a lot of responsibilities in our life that sometimes you just got to take that load off of your shoulders, bro, yeah. and put it to the side and be like, that shit's not going to... Me, with this load on my shoulder, is not going to fit into this door to this house. I got to well, leave this shit outside, go in, and just... Yeah. That and... I appreciate that because I think similarly to what I just shared, when we tell our kids like, damn, like I'm trying so hard and it sucks. Mm -hmm. When they go to school and their teacher says, hey, try hard. Nah, my dad said it sucks and he tried really hard. You know, and I think those are the things that the language that we use, how important it is. You know, like I was reading another quote that said, like, take I'm sorry out of your language for certain things. Right? Like, when you show up late, if you're already late, like, don't apologize. Just own it and say, hey, you know what, Steve? Thank you for waiting for me, bro. You know? Like, it turns into a positive because you're expressing gratitude. It's about you. Maybe you're wasting someone's time. And you you appreciate that. You know? Thank you for waiting for me. I know you're really busy. Boom. Same conversation. And, but instead of like, man, I'm so sorry, you'll never understand. Like, you don't know what happened. Making excuses. Yeah. Then, <laughs> and that's exactly, that's yeah. how it comes across. <laughs> People start like, hearing excuses like, I stay away. You tune out yeah. and now now it's even worse. Yeah. You know, so I think that's another like little, little tweak, right? Things that we could do different. But I think the biggest thing as parents, how do we model at home what it means to try hard, what it means to work hard, what it means to be successful. Like all these things that have different meanings in each of our homes, right? Because trying hard for you might be very different what than yeah. what I see it as. We were talking about right? that. But I think for your kids to grow up seeing that as a positive, you know, the, the not quitting as a positive, not because I, you know, to push you a little bit too. Like I think there are times when, if you know that shit's gonna sink, maybe not jump ship, but like, what can you do so that you don't sink with it? You know, because it's about your health, it's about your stress level, it's about what you're bringing home. You know, and I think there's so many different factors to to consider that sometimes in, in just the way we say things, you say one thing and that's it, but there's like so much more that goes oh, into it. Yeah. And our kids don't know about all of that. Nope. You know, but then they're going to school and I always relate it back to school because when I was I did a little master's program through through my school. And um, one of the lessons that really stuck with me was we read this piece on parents and, and parents who may have had poor or negative experiences in school who talk about them with their kids, you know, and say things like, you know, I worked really hard. And I never got to that level Mm. or I worked really hard at work and didn't get that promotion, you know, things like that, that then when a kid comes to school, they in many ways see it the same way, right? Of, you know what, I'm working really hard, but I'm not going to get an A. So why am I going to try? Throw in the towel. Yeah. And, And I don't think they realize that that's what they're doing. Right, and they're they're giving up before they they even do something, and it's purely based on language. It's not even that that's what they believe. It's just what they've heard, you know. So next thing you know, they're triggered at school. They heard a certain you know sentence, phrase, whatever, and now they're like, oh shit, 
I'm not going to make it. <laughs> you know, I've heard this story before. I know this routine. <laughs> yeah. And so I think those are little things that to me, I was like, whoa, like I need to be careful. Similar to you, like when I get home, what am I presenting? Yeah. You know? Yeah. For sure. Because look at right now, like I have shitty hours, you know, I'm getting home and, I, and, and wifey meets me at the door and she, she gave me like this like sad look like, oh, like, fuck, poor you. You know, yeah. and I was like, all right, nail. And I was like, no, it's good. I'm good. What's up? What do we got on the schedule today? Yeah. I was like, what, what, what do we got going on? What, where are we taking these boys? What do we got to do? She's like, oh, we, we got to do this. We got to do that. I said, like, cool. All I got to do is I got to run to the brewery, take care of some stuff and come back. And that's a wrap, you know? So I am legitimately trying to like work on that. Like, yeah. Like I said, I'm fucking old now, bro. Yeah. I'm 40, and that's funny because I always say, oh, this is therapy for me. But it is. Like, yeah. I, like, I get to talk to like you. You know, like you, you and I are a lot alike, and it even turns out that we we played soccer against each other. We have- well, there's a big difference though, mm-hmm. because I scored a sick goal. Go ahead. Once upon a time right, in El Cajon City. Do it. Do it. There was a park uh-huh. where this club Clan. that oh, had cool. uh, a few. <laughs> <laughs> that's in the city next door. <laughs> um, but there was a club that a few of my friends, like childhood friends, were playing for. Oh, right. the, they were coached by a guy that I grew up with. He used to coach us up on, at the park, you know. They came out there. And I scored this goal, man. Ooh, wee. Bitch, until you show when me. you're, a- like, in the sideline. I don't know if you ever did this. I used to practice this. Uh-huh. Right? And because it was my friends out there. I don't know if this ever happened to you, but when you play against friends, like, your confidence level is like times a thousand. I'm on stage because you know yeah. you know people, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, that was that day, and I bend this ball. Why is it because of the twins? The twins were on check my this team out. Or what? Check this out. Just listen, bitch. I was there. <laughs> the, ball, the ball is bending, and then remember in old school Padre games in Espanol, cuando decía el señor y la pelota se va, se va. Se, se va. Yeah. He se fue. It was kind of like that because the keeper starts running back like a center fielder. Oh my God, bro. You got to let go of back. his glory days. Back. <laughs> and then the ball goes in. Ooh, oh, that's so sick. I don't believe that happened. I only keep bringing it up because you don't remember it. I, don't I know why it. you don't remember it. Tell me why I don't remember Most it. Most of us block out. The bad ones? Bad memories. Nail. You know what? I, in, my, <laughs> in, my so- in all of my athletics growing up, I remember yeah. all of the bad ones. Oh, really? Yeah. Those uh, are the ones that stick out to me the most. And if this goal was as sick and as glorious as you claim, yeah. it would have been front and center, and I would have remembered it. Ah, uh, whatever. Yeah, bullshit, bro. <laughs> you already told me you had a player-hating degree. I did, bro. I did. <laughs> did you ever get any red cards when you were playing in school? I didn't. I did. Plenty of yellows. Yeah? Plenty of yellows. Oh, my God. I remember we started a freaking brawl, because um, I went to Bonita, and then we had played soccer against... Uh, Eastlake, and no sé qué pedo se nos metió. It was always just like this built-in rivalry, you know? And yeah. it was a corner kick, and I was, you know, you hold somebody's shorts. You hold their shorts tight, bro. And then don't let them move, and they get bad, and they start pushing you. This fool pushed me, and I was holding his shorts, and bah, I just turned around, and I elbowed them right in the nuts, bro. And it just kind of started a quick Damn. little melee. Yeah. Uh, see? Yeah. I missed that. I'm, <laughs> you know, it, it, I... You know Dennis Rodman. I have heard of him. I think right? him and Madonna had a thing. May they may have him and yeah. Anyways, <laughs> as an athlete, I saw him as someone who would push buttons, get yeah. an edge by getting in the people's worm, heads. Dog, the worm, you know. But he would take care of business. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching him from when he was with the Detroit Pistons, Go Nasty ahead. Boys, mm-hmm. all the way to the Matt Glory Cislak's days with, favorite with squad. 
Chicago Bulls time. You know, he played with a lot of teams. But I always took that to heart. And actually, that's where David Severe was like one thing that he taught us of like getting a little edge by getting in people's heads. See, that's the only that's the only that that's the only validity I give to your story is because (laughs) because you drop coach's name because that was my coach. Dave Severe was my coach. And so when you said that, I'm like, well, what's a trip is when we were kids because he's a few years older than us. Uh We all grew up playing AYSO at Penfield. Uh Uh-huh. You know, and, and he would, he was an older cat that we all looked up to and, and he would train us and coach us and uh-huh. teach us how to breathe and like different things, you know, and everything to give us an edge from how to make the high school soccer team to how to send stuff to colleges back in the day. You know, like we didn't have the internet, we didn't have social media. So that's a dude that like, he helped us out a lot, you know. and He was a and, good dude, man. Yeah. He loved running. He loved fucking making his run. Yeah, us too. Um, and I think I always kept that in mind. Then you see Dennis Rodman. All of that to say, that when I look back at myself as a <laughs> soccer player, I may have been on the dirtier side of things. <laughs> you you know, to. and it made it fun though, right? Yes. I made it fun. Yes. But yeah. I, 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 I enjoyed putting on a show when it was playing with the homies. Like, if our club team was playing against another of our friends' club yeah. teams, I remember Hell taking yeah. it up a notch. You know? Hell like, yeah. I'm going to score a goal. I'm going to take my shirt off. Que mm-hmm. quieres? You don't like that? <laughs> don't let me score. You know? <laughs> Did you ever make bets with your friends? During games? the games? No. I don't think so. I used to do that. Dude, our, how old was I? Call it from like... More like as kids, though. Yeah. Not, not in high school, I didn't really play against friends anymore. Um, because, you know, I played club out in east county most of those guys went out we're over (laughs) we're over there out here i was playing more you know i went to point loma high school so we played more like the san diego schools and um i didn't have any rivalries like that like that i don't know dude my brother-in-law went to point loma (laughs) oh no way yeah 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 but i think he's younger he's younger what, maybe like five years younger than me. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and we're the same age. Yeah. Así es el pedo, chicos. Yeah. Soccer, bro. And, yeah, and, and I know you keep bringing up football because you miss it. Yeah. You already, you already saw. Coach Julio's already on it, bro. Yeah. Dude, and, and I don't know. Okay. What he wants to plan is practices at parks already. I know. I'm on board, but I'm like. I don't know if I'm should, ready for that. We should wait. You know, yeah. and I told him, I said, I'm, I'm down, but that's, it might be too soon for that, bro. That might be too soon. I think what I'm trying to say is I want to, yeah, but, yeah. but my wife won't let me. Um, That's the reality. And I agree. I Okay, I'm with the second part. My wife, she would be like, if you want to go, like just take the yeah. precautions. Because like, like I told you, we were going to, in an undisclosed place, do some jujitsu, you know? Uh-oh. But, Uh-oh. but it just, I, she, was, she gave me the green light because I told her who I was going to be training with. But then push came to shove and I just, I was like, you know what? It's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. And right now with everything going on, bro, everyone's heated. It's like, yeah. it's, it's black and white, you know? If you want to open up businesses, if you want to go put things back to normal, you're a, con- a conservative and you're a Trump supporter. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and it's turning into like that kind of shit right now. Yeah. And that kind of shit is dangerous. You know, that kind of shit is, is crazy because you know what? There's probably people, there's probably people right now who want to open their business and want to go back Absolutely. to work and want to get back to some sense of normality, but they're not necessarily a conservative and they're not necessarily a Trump supporter. 
you know, because I know a shit ton of people who are in that boat where they want to do this and they want to do that. And they want to get things back and they're adamant about it. You're breaking yeah. our constitutional rights. And, and, and they're right. I mean, things that are going on right now, you can look back on and be like, fuck, that was horrible. Yeah. Like, you guys are telling us we can't, we can't hang out with these people. We can't have people over in our homes. We can't. Yeah. There's some, there's some shady shit going on, but you know what? It's, and ultimately, I think it's for the the better good absolutely. of everyone. Because even like you're hearing stories of people that are being diagnosed, mm. but have like they're not showing any symptoms, right? And I think that's the scary part because I've seen you know friends that are doing stuff, and and I see posts of like, hey, you know, come come to our gym if if you're feeling sick, stay home. But that's the problem. Like you can you can be sick and not even know it. Feel it, it. yeah. You, you might not even be feeling and it. And so, like, anything. we could go to the park, and you know, God forbid, someone nearby or someone with us is a carrier, and then bam, you bring it home, and then bam, you share it with your kids, and bam, wife, and like, I feel like that's the part that like I completely agree with my wife of like. We got to take care of ourselves. You got to know what you're doing and don't put yourself at risk. Now, that said, if you are that believer that you are immune, then go do your thing. But then don't hate on me if I say I don't want to go, you know, or don't clown me. Like, do your thing. Be respectful. Whatever you do to keep yourself safe, keep doing that. And I think that's that's the thing because what you bring up of like the comments, okay, you're this or you're that, you support this or you don't support me, like you're racist. Yeah. That's the stuff that when I think like I see myself as like a, a little fish. Yeah. Right? There's people like way up there that will benefit to see us fighting Fight against one and oh, for sure. You know? And and if anything, like let's open our eyes. We're covering our mouths with masks, not our eyes. Like, keep oh, your shit. eyes open. Damn. Keep your eyes open because if they divide us now, when we come back from this shit, it's going to be way harder for any of us to do anything. You know, and I think you're talking about businesses that want to reopen. But, like, even just this week, you're seeing places that are closing, you know, a few, like, big places like soup plantation. Like, that's... If if soup plantation is closing, like bro, that's soup salad. Sacate de aquí, bro. But it's popular. It is. I yeah. mean, and it's a chain. I guess what I'm saying is a chain is a kind of a big deal. Who knows what their situation was before this? But if you're seeing big time companies like that close down, what's gonna happen what's to gonna, smaller yeah, ones? What's gonna prevent you know? us from closing down? Right. Yeah. And I think like we talked about this last week of three punk has adjusted. Right, you guys are doing things differently. Not every other brewery is is doing that, you know. And I think that's a big thing. Like the businesses that can adapt, the businesses that can evolve, and and just look at things long term. What's in your best interest? What can you either expand or or downsize? You know, like those are the things that I think even just as people, that's how we need to see this situation. Is what can I do right now? Like I was listening to um, a podcast. Like I, I listen to a lot of fucking podcasts. Um, this one is called The Daily, and it's on every every day. Every day, I think it's put through the New York Times. Uh, Locutor, the 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 host, the host's name is Michael Barbaro. 
he has a cool voice, bro. He um <laughs> he has a fucking killer voice. But yeah, the the person that they had on today was this specific topic that we're talking about. You know, yeah. she is a business owner. She has um she has a restaurant in Louisiana. Her and her husband, and they put everything on the line to open this business. Mm. And right when they were um hitting their stride, bro. You know, yeah. like everything was going fucking awesome. They said that they would go run their errands before going and opening their restaurant. And when they mm. were coming back to open the restaurant, that there were people already waiting out outside. Nice. It's like that feeling of like, yeah, yeah I'm doing something right. It. You know, yeah. their house is connected to it. They mortgage their home. So it's connected to the business. Ooh. So the the longevity of their home is contingent on the success of their business. Mm. You know, and that's not that's that's not rare. That's not an no. isolated case. A lot of people go all in. Right. In order to make these dreams a reality right and, um on top of that on top of that like they have family they have kids one of their daughters um she's autistic she has a couple of uh she she has a couple of diseases that are already with her that she is she may not make it if she gets mm. sick Ooh. so there you are in the middle the mom the dad oh, the man. parents yeah and now in that state of louisiana they have already let them know that you can open up at 20% or 25% capacity. Right. You know? And it, and they asked her, like, is that enough to sustain, like, the business yeah. and make ends meet? And she's like, you know, it's better than what it is now. You know, like, what yeah. we're doing right now, this would be better. But we have to have but, a long chat and find out, one, am I putting my family at risk right. by opening up? Yeah. Two, am I putting my staff at risk by doing this? And three, Am I putting my community at risk by opening yes. up, you know? So it's like, that's that act, uh, portion of it. And then it's like, but if I don't open, my fucking house is connected to this business. So if this business goes under, like, fuck, we're yeah. going to lose everything. Yeah. So ultimately, cut to the chase at the end, like Michael Barbaro in his cool voice um, was like, can you, can you make <clears> yourself yeah. sound like him? This is the daily this is what else you need to know about. Listen to it. He has a cool voice. And um, ultimately, he gives you, like, at the end, like, he likes, he likes to wrap things up in a little ribbon and yeah. present it to you and be like, Sas, esto lo que va a pasar. Esto ver, lo que sucedió. Ver, and she was, he was like, ultimately, this family decided it, it was in their best interest to open up. So they are opening up and we're going to check in with them and blah, blah, nice. blah. And um, the daughter got on the podcast, like, just talking and the the host broke down and started crying and shit. Oh, yeah, because like, oh my god, awesome. you you just made it real and la la la. And I was like, bro, <sighs> damn. Like people are going through some dramas right now, and it's yeah. like big time. I see, it's a bail dog. Big time. And, I listen and, to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> no, I have been too, and and like I I've been mentioning to you, just trying to find podcasts that are aimed at us, mm -hmm. and have found a couple. Did um, you really? Yeah, like a low riding one. All right. But only because I saw someone post about it on mm -hmm. social media. Uh, but it was pretty cool. It was out of LA talking about low riding culture and people that are involved with it um, and other things. Um, but I, I think that's such a, oh man, like that story makes me think about not only what you value as a family, yeah. your priorities, right? Yeah. Like health being first and foremost, but then also putting food on your table, paying your mortgage, like having a home, right? And I think that's a big thing right now that I've been thinking a lot about, like just what are your values? You know, like what do you value and, and how do you, how do you like 
I guess, guide your actions or, or guide your life with it. Your you business know? plan, your business model for life that we were talking yeah. about last time. You, know, you got to keep that in your back pocket. You have to because without your compass, that, your moral compass. Yes. It, it, it tells you. And then it comes back to that, right? Like, what are your morals? Like, and like last week too, what do you stand for? Mm-hmm. You know, because if, if you don't have that straight, then you're just going to be kind of switching it up yeah. all along the way. Yeah. And then what do you really accomplish? Not that way. You're just treading Nothing. water, bro. You're exactly. Just you're just running in place. You're on and a fucking treadmill. potentially hurting or damaging other people's lives too. You know, because that question of do we reopen? Do we reopen knowing that our daughter is in danger? Yeah. Do we reopen knowing that we could lose our home if we don't? Do we reopen and potentially put our employees in danger? Do we reopen and put our daughter, ourselves, our employees, and our community in danger? Fucked up position. Like those are a lot of burdens. Yeah. What would you have done? I don't know. I know it's hard. We can't like we're talking about. We can't put ourselves in other people's positions because we don't know where they came from. No, but but, what the fuck would you do, bro? I mean, in many ways, I, I feel like we're in the middle of it with the coffee shop, you know, and and I think. For us, that the choice was to keep people safe, you know, close up. And I think now we're at a point where even just reevaluating our business model, which was community facing 100% everything for the community. And, and um, we're in that spot, man, like, because we don't know when we're going to be allowed to come back together. And, and right now, it, it's seeming like, the best option is for us to end that chapter and potentially come back as something different, you know, that could be sustainable moving forward, you know, and, and just thinking long-term because our, our business thrived on the art shows, the community events, having large numbers of people together in the space. And without that, I, I don't think it, it'll survive. You know, and and it's hard to say because none of us expected this to happen. No right? way. Like this would have. If we did, we fucked that up completely. <laughs> right. If we did, I would have invested in Zoom. Because everybody's Killing using that. The right. Game. Damn. They're alone. On, well, everyone else is trying to jump in and make it happen right yeah, now. Yeah, but it's too Google late. And, like they already killed it. Zoom had his hand wrapped around its neck. Yeah. Like, nah. So you're going to have a meeting? A meeting? Yeah. I got, I got you. you. It's mine. Mi nombre <laughs> Zoom. How can I help? And they're linked with, like, you could do Zoom, and now it goes Facebook Live, YouTube Live. Like, to imagine, like, there's a lot. There's a lot of transactions happening. From shit grows flowers. Right. You know, from desperation, opportunities grow as well. It's like, wow. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, how do we pivot? How do we keep Adjust it moving? To the market. You know, and, and that's the thing. And, and to me, it's all positives, you know? Like, I'm obviously, that, that would hurt to see our space have to close because of all of this. But I think too, everyone understands the situation. And I think everything, everyone will appreciate also us being responsible and still finding ways to stay creative and continue pushing for our community to have something special, something unique, something different, you know, and, and um, that's all we can do. We're getting to the point where I feel people are getting very, very lax now, bro. Like, you look around and just, like, my family are, like, talking about, damn, there's more traffic on the roads. Yeah. You know, there's more traffic on the roads. 
There's just like there's a lot of people in the streets, but that's fine. I, I'm actually I'm in favor of that, bro. I'm, I'm I'm in favor of just more people just walking around their community as long as you're yeah. you know you know doing the right thing and stuff. But I just see a lot of things are going more lax, you know. And I always got to remind the people here as well as like guys, we ain't out of this shit yet, you know. Like we no. gotta adhere to everything, make sure we're doing the right thing. It's a crazy time, bro. It yeah. is a crazy time, but as of it, try hard and listen. Yeah. Try hard and listen. That's all you can do. So, you know, like I tell the six-year-old, I'm going to tell everybody else. All we got to do is try hard and listen. May- and maybe can I just say, instead of try hard, Go ahead. just try your best. Because yeah. I think trying hard, like I could try really hard. Mm-hmm. To fly. But I'm not going to do 10 push-ups today. Yeah, I'm going to try my hardest. And I think the the problem with that statement is if I give you all and I fail, I walk away as a failure. Damn, am I fucking my kids up you know? with that then? No, I'm not saying that. Damn I'm it. just saying consider, just like I said, once upon a time, you should consider sleeping more than five hours. Oh, I got to sleep just, more than four hours to get to five. It's baby stuff. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, man? But I'm just saying, like, consider that, yeah, right? Because sure. I think trying hard is one thing. And then just do your best. Because your best right now might not be your best tomorrow. Right. And every day, if we keep improving, like right now, I'm at, I think I said six pull ups last time, but I lied. It was really only four. Okay. I'm trying to impress, I guess. Jordan, man, because he sent me a video. This man, he's he's ruthless. Okay. Half man, half human. He sent me a video where he's doing pull ups with just like three fingertips in this little, like, it looks like that that game you play where you you move rocks around the board. Fuck. Kind of, you know which kind one? Of rock, you moving bricks, bro? What you doing? No, no, no. That that game, you like, you roll a dice, and then that's how many moves you can make. Or, or it's not even dice. It's like little stones. Nisegue? God, my dang. You're going to have to ask him what kind of games he's playing in Delphi. They're, they're little slots, and then you have stones, and whatever st- number of stones you pick is how many spots you move. Okay. If you, I'll show, send yeah. you a picture. Some of you listening, you might know what I'm talking about. I don't know the name. My bad. I'm used to playing Uno, that's it. El Vado. <laughs> pero, el, todo dog. pero Jordan, uh-huh. putting his fingertips, pulling himself up, it's like, damn, bro. You know, he sends me those videos, man. He's doing it on purpose. Yeah. Hey, challenging that's me. That's good. But I'm going to get him because he said if I could do 10, he said this, and it's recorded on this show, actually. Okay. He said if I could do 10, he'll run four miles with me. Oof. So before June, Jordan. There it is, bro. It's gonna happen. Emo Brown. We, we silly, but we were silly, but with a purpose. That's right. Silly with the purpose. Pushing each other to be better, man. That's the thing. I'm about to push play on oh, a question have, of the we week. Gotta, we, 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 we got a have, message. We got a message this week. We have a message this week. There's no name attached to it. What? Yeah, freaking. How guys. are we gonna know guys. who to give credit to? Guys, leave your name on the recording. That way we can yeah. say big ups to Nataramflas for the message. <laughs> Amazing. Whoop de whoop. Yeah. So let's see what we got. We could see what we got today. Ooh, that's a good question. Good I want to know. How did Emo Brown come to be? Where did mm-hmm. it come from and who yeah. did it? Yeah. I see it. Once upon a time. No, it actually started with glasses. Glasses and myself. Glasses was getting promoted in jujitsu from purple belt to brown belt. Oh wow! And uh, those who know glasses know glasses is very, very. Uh, he's a big Morrissey fan. 
Let's just okay. say that he, he's a big okay. emo fan. You know, he, okay. he, he likes the sadder things he's in sensitive. life. You know, he's a very emotional guy. Mm. You know, we love him for that. He's a, mm-hmm. he's our emotional guy. You know, yeah. we, we embrace our emotional guy. And uh, he got his brown belt. And uh, we were riding in his car. We were going somewhere, pick me up, something. And I said, damn, homie, look at you with your brown belt. Still fucking all sad, bro. Like, you'd think a brown belt would make you better. You know, you'd be fucking happy. You're fucking, <laughs> I'm going to start calling your ass emo brown, bro. Look at you. Wow. And we like, it was like one of those moments. Like, wait, I like Like, that. like, like <laughs> put the brakes on when we turn around and looked at each other. And we just kind of like nodded, bro. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, Emo Brown. Fuck it, bro. We can make it a podcast. We Hell can, we, yeah. can uh, <laughs> we can do shirts. We can link up with it. And then just boom, bro. And so then. That, that's where Emo Brown started. Emo Brown started. Here we are. And here we are with the podcast. And fucking the group has grown. I know. And Glasses gets buttered because he listens to another podcast. Because I'm like, fuck. Uh, we went to his, he's a comedian. And we went to his show. Um, fuck his name. He's on with Joe Rogan and something. Fighter and the Kid. I, I, the name right now is escaping me. Brendan Schaub. Brendan Schaub. He gets butthurt because, you know, we started riding bikes. And we have our little Emo Brown Athletic Club and we do this. Well, I guess the guy that he listens to on this podcast, um, it's called the Thick Boys Bike Club. Oh. So, <laughs> so they go around riding bikes in different communities and or different cities. And, they, and then they uh, like start little groups there, the Thick Boy Riding Club. And I told Glass, I said, don't worry, bro. Like we can Wait, why, why is he hating on that? I don't know. I feel like they... He beat us to the idea. And what? I, it's not a raise, bro. Does he? Does Chris know that there's a million bike clubs? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is the only one. There can only be one. So, yeah. That oh, is funny. where Emo Brown That's started. awesome. That is where it started. And yeah. this is where we are. How long ago was that? Shit. At summer of last year, probably. Oh, wow. Yeah. We've been around about a year. About a year, nice. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, a little more than a year. A more than a couple months now. Yeah, welcome, man. There's a little Emo Brown in everybody. Yeah. And it's like, what is Emo Brown? Yeah. It's like, Emo Brown now is just, fuck, it's a club. Like we were talking with Jordan, and Jordan was telling us, yeah, dude, Emo Brown is, is, is now, it means different things to different people. Like, yeah. it's become, it's more than a podcast, you know? Yeah. Now it's it's like a, a little movement, because we were talking about this. Um, like moving forward, we want to organize things. Like we yeah. want to do stuff for the community, you know. Yeah. You know, like the the like the cartels are giving back to the community. <laughs> Evil Brown wants to give back to the community. You know, like the white supremacists are doing things oh, for their community. Evil shit. Brown, Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> we want to do stuff positive, like that for the community. Positive, positive. positive. yeah. Hey, building. Even then, even even groups like those guys though are doing a positive thing. So you're but saying they're pulling wool over the eyes of the people. You're saying that every person has both good and evil yes and yeah. it's a constant battle yeah and i feel like th- and we talked about this i feel like right now during this shitty situation that we're in a, yeah. a, a situation that none of us has ever encountered i feel like the biggest battle people have is within themselves yeah hell yeah in the mirror you, you know it's like fuck. like you told me this morning and i'm gonna share you like is it weird that I like go and I look at the mirror? How are you gonna tell people that I told you that I was rehearsing in the mirror? <laughs> is it weird that I look in the mirror and rehearse for the podcast? And I told you, I said, bro, it's weird if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think there's a big struggle. Wait, can I ask you something though? I'm ready. Do you ever talk to yourself? Yes. Do I talk you to my... argue with yourself. Yes. Okay. Not good. like out loud. Oh. I, I do that shit in my head. Like Dang I go through it. some. I'm, I don't want to say I I'm feel weird. like that's weird. I, see, I don't want to say weird. It's weird if you do it in your head. 
Like I, I don't think it's weird if you do it out, out loud. loud. No, that's and then when your kids walk in and they're like, "Wait, Daddy, who are you talking to? Who are you arguing yeah. with?" Well, think about it. Has never happened to you? No. Oh no, I, I like out loud. No, for sure. Dang no, it. in my head, Ma- all the time. I, I was asking for a friend. Yeah, we'll talk to that friend <laughs> after the show. <laughs> no, bro, I feel like think about it. You like bringing that up? Yeah, talking to yourself. There's nobody we talk to our, to more than ourselves. Like, yeah. like, think about it. Like, yeah, it, it, we're not like openly. Well, maybe you are, but we're not. Or your friend. We're not openly having a conversation with them. Hey, Steve, how are you doing? Oh, right. Yeah, Steve, not oh, not but, like that. Not but I like mean, that. like in my head, I've always I've overthink shit, bro. Right. Like everything for me is like I gotta be. The moves have already been put into place. Like it's like chess. If I, I'm moving my my pawn to take a fucking a, yep. a knight or whatever, but yep. I'm already like three moves ahead. I have to like walk it out in my head. I have to talk it out in my head. By the time it actually happens, I already got a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, and it's weird. It, it, it sucks because, oh man, it hurts. Can I read you another quote? You can read me five, okay. but what will do? No, one, just one. <laughs> 99% of the harm is caused in your head by you and your thoughts. Yep. 1% of the harm is caused by reality what actually happens and the outcome. Most of the time, the problem isn't the problem. The way you think about the problem is. We put too much weight into shit that we're dealing with. Yeah. We're not that big. We're, and no, you know, we're not that big. And you ain't alone. And it's not that big a deal. You know what? What, like what you're talking about with our businesses, your business, my business, we're not in this shit alone. This this situation is not unique to you, Chicle. This situation is not unique to Matt at the Manhattan. Yeah. Me here, Burro Brothers con el Alex, fucking Drought Doctor con el Pinchi. Wait, uh, how, how do you say it? Drought Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's like, I feel like we, 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 and it's a little bit egotistical. You know, when we, we think, ah, oh, this shit is just happening to me. Of course. It's just me. I'm, everybody stop and pity me. Well, this is just happening to me. That's one, you know. And the other is like, I'm the only one. I can never, I can never say anything yeah. because, like, Steve would never have this problem, yeah. you know, or like so and so would never go through this. And then we put ourselves even further down that hole, right? And I think that's the piece of like, I just realized I talk to myself so that I put it out there. You know, I say it out loud, and I think in many ways I let it go. A lot of times I am really just rehearsing what I want to say, you know, so that it's in my head. But I think that's the point, right? Like like talking to someone and not just keeping it in your head because sometimes you just gain perspective. Even when you say it, like lately I feel like I talk to people and then as I'm hearing myself, I get the answers like, yeah. oh, shoot, as I'm saying this, it's making me think of this. And then I bounce that idea. And now we're now we're building. You know, and I think, man, like that's the biggest thing. The last four weeks, five weeks is building. How can we build? How can we do more? How can we push, you know, and, and ultimately evolve to a better version? Like the very first time mm. I came to Emo Brown, mm. that's what I felt was like, how will I be different when this shit is over, which who knows when that will be, to when before this started, I could tell you hands down, Already, I feel like I've evolved, but also realize like how much work I got to do, you know, 
Because there's a lot of stuff that I could do better. There's a thing about clarity, Chicle. Yeah. As soon as shit gets clear, you realize, oh, fuck, I got a lot yeah. of housekeeping to do. Yeah. There's a lot of things I got to get taken care of now. Yep. Sometimes we like to just live in that blurry, like, cluttered life because it just makes it easier. It's like, okay, fuck, this is right. Yeah, and you might not know. Yeah, true. To be fair, you might not realize because it's cloudy, you might Mm -hmm. not realize that there's things that aren't as good. You know, and that's one thing we said last week of sometimes when when you're not changing, you're still good, you're still moving, you're still making progress. But I think for those of us that want to continue doing better and, and bigger and and I'm not talking about financially or status wise. Personal I'm growth. talking about your life, yep. your life being better than it was, you know, or that, than you ever thought it could be health, you know, happiness, those things that make your life but feel Chicle, fulfilled. But what if money makes me happy? That's cool too. <laughs> That's cool too. You do you like, you know what? Early on in my teaching career, I had some students that were very wealthy, you know, very wealthy. And that was their, their goal, that was everything. And we had this really deep conversation and, and they helped me see things differently because they were like, you know what? What is wrong if I have the means and I want to do things that are material or I want that in my life? Does that make me a bad person? And before that conversation, I was like, yeah, anyone who wants material stuff, like there, there's something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. But then hearing it from them, genuinely asking that question i was like all right you know what you're absolutely right because if that's what happiness and that's what success is for you then by all means pursue that you know i think the difference is when you accept that if you don't have that you can still be successful and you can still be happy you know and i i think for me growing up success only looked a certain way flashy car huge house you know, mansion. Sick goal. You know, UConn Denali with the big rims. And you scored a sick goal in the park one day. One day. You know? Like, those are the things, right? And even I remember one time I came home from college and my mom had put up a poster of a, I forget what car it was, but it was like a, a luxury car, you know? And she put up a poster on my wall. And I wasn't really into that. But I, I knew the message that she was sending me. You know, like have aspirations, have goals, like look towards something. Vision board. Yeah. And I think that's important too. Whatever it looks like for you, pursue that, you know, but also be clear and intentional about it. Like don't, don't fake the funk. Never. Don't, don't be someone that you're not. Mm-hmm. Don't tell people something and mean something else. I think that comes with age, bro. I, I, and experience. I think so. I think so. I think when your little things are different and, yeah. and then you actually, you get put out into the real world and then reality hits you in the mouth. And then you're like, okay, this is really not. Because right now, um, I joke around and say, oh yeah, my money's a, my family and making sure I have sufficient means to take care of them yeah. and keeping everything operational. Those are my goals. I've seen that baseball card. Which one, dog? Which no one? one where you had that big gold chain. Mm. Um, it was a gift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you know what? Yeah. This is where we're at. When I think, though, to your point, though, because I, I think wisdom happens at any point in time that you accept the reality that we're all improving. Yep. You know, that's the truest wisdom, right? To understand and acknowledge that you are not perfect. Mm -hmm. Then no matter how much you've learned, how much you've read, how much you've experienced, you still don't know more than anybody else. 
You just know what you know. Yep. Right. And I think we can teach kids that though, you know, and I think it comes from modeling it, having honest conversations, being open. And I think those are things that right now we have time for. We have the time, you know, well, Many of us do. I know some folks are still out there grinding eight to 12 hour days doing that thing. I know that's why I stopped. You're looking at that folk. That's why I stopped saying what I was saying because <laughs> it's true. Not everyone is, is, has that blessing that I have of working from home, you know, and, and I get that and I respect it. But I think one thing that I have learned that I want to share with you is make the time. Yeah. Because it will change the lives yes. of everyone around you. And the more we can model and, and use that language and show them what it's like, the more that those young human beings are going to be greater and better, you know, and then imagine what they're going to be capable of. Because if you're going to work and grinding UPS, you come home, the brewery and the, the podcast and these other endeavors that you're doing, your kids are just feeding off of that. And imagine what they're going to do, man. You know, and then we just push them and, and prop them up and give them the resources, hook them up with our networks, and yep. bam, now we're talking like- Try your best and listen. Ooh, Ooh did I flip it? I love it. Did I flip yeah. it? Oh, Just do your best. Yeah, just try your best just and listen. Just do your best. That's, That's all it. you got to do. With the understanding that right now you might be at 80%, and then a week or two from now, you'll be at 85 you know, and, and I think keeping it too grounded, you know, maintain a, a realistic perspective. Don't think you're going to hit a grand slam on your first at bat. Uh, Kevin Kuzminoff, Padres against the Rangers. First at bat with the Padres. <laughs> hit a fucking grand slam on okay. the first pitch. But I'm talking about oh, when Kuzminoff started in T-ball. All right, cool. His hit, he might have hit the T. <laughs> he might have hit the T. Or that, that might have been me. I struck out in T-ball, okay? It happens, bro. All right. But yeah. that's what I'm saying, it right? Happens. Like, we all start yes. somewhere. Michael Jordan mm -hmm. cut from cut his from high, school, yes. high school basketball yep. team. You know, it happens to everybody. But I feel like we never celebrate Perseverance failure. Oh, we dude. never celebrate all challenges. Like, Fel I feel like failures are the biggest victories because those are the yeah. springboards to get you to your next level. That's when you learn. Yeah. That's when you really learn. Oh, I got a quote for the next episode, bro. I'm, no. I'm going to leave you this. I'll, 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 I'll leak the quote for the next episode. Okay. Nah, I won't. Oh! <laughs> Damn. Do you guys want to be on the Emo Brown therapy couch? Because that's what yeah. today was. Call us. 619-728- 9,300. 9,300. That yeah. was a fucking therapy session. Bro. Hey, for real though, we should get someone to call in. Tell us, I want to know what is success for you. <laughs> if you don't know, then what makes you happy? Yeah. What are you working Keep for? Keep it real. Keep Why it real. Why are you getting up to go to work every day? Yeah. You know? Ooh. Why do you... Ooh. Hold on. I feel it. Go ahead. I got it. Go ahead. After the time of Rona... How will you know that you are happy? Post Rona happiness on the next emo brown. Damn. Damn. I'm ready. Cool. That's a I'm wrap. Happy. Are you happy right now? I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. Um I was supposed to have like the weekend off, but nah. They pulled they they fucking 
they pulled the rug from out from underneath us and said, now mandatory six. All you motherfuckers got to be here. Damn. All of you. So, dude, 10 hours every day. I'm going to be 60 plus hours tomorrow. It's like, oh, I'm fucking tired. But yeah. I'm happy to be tired. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm fortunate to be tired. Right. You know, I'm, and I always tell wife, he's like, I fucking feel like a douchebag for complaining about, oh, I'm working too much. Oh, I'm this. Da, da, da. Yeah. I'm working. You know, I'm working. And it's and it's giving me an opportunity to fulfill my responsibilities to my family, to myself, and to everyone in my little group. You know, it's like yeah. I'm I'm working, so I gotta look. And that's that's me being the new me, bro. That's me looking at, <laughs> at looking at that opportunity and be like, you know what? What the next bro. level will be at thirty to forty five minutes of additional sleep. Yeah, it's hard schedule. Right now. I'm fucking tired. I mean, oh bro, yeah. It's, but that, that we'll save that for the for the next episode. Right. What do you right, got? Right. What do you pimping? What are you working on? What do you want to promote? Um, what do you got? Big cartel, Chica Seven Nine. Yeah, there's that. There's that. And oh shit, I don't know, man. I saw something about you the other day. What? I'm 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 on Facebook like rarely. Uh oh. Rarely, rarely, rarely. I was like, dun, dun, dun. just scrolling in the shitter, bro. You know that that, <laughs> that like hour before you go to work. So I was in the shitter from uh. Like eleven forty-five to twelve fifteen. Damn, get it all out. Ah, papa, I got I gotta be at work at like twelve thirty to one. Super. So I was just in the bathroom, just scrolling. Mm -hmm. And then I saw some homie. Um, it's a networking group here from San Diego. Um, do good, San Diego. Good. Some. I have to look it up. I don't want to um mistitle it, but they put your pin. Oh yeah, yeah. No human is illegal. Yeah, and I was and that was just like Mikey Nab. Mikey Nab, yeah, yeah. El compita de El Puesto? No. No, he had the um the Cosecha restaurant. Yeah, yeah, he was part of the he Steve Brown project yeah. with the Cosecha, but he works at somewhere else right now. Ponces. Ponces, that's, yes, yeah. That's the family right there. He's fucking rad, bro. I love Mikey that guy. Mikey Nab is awesome. And yep. yeah, he he I I was literally just scrolling down and I saw your pin. I was like, I stay away, what's going on? And yeah. I just started reading it and then like See, he that's a cat mm. that has known me mm. for a long time. Go ahead. From before, like, I met those dudes, Mikey and, and the Ponte crew, back when I used to live down the street from the Ken Club. Okay. Oh, shit. Which, the Ken Club was the first dive bar I ever went to when I turned 21. Back when it was, like, you know, there wasn't as many bars in town, and it was the place. Like, you had bands, like, really play there. You know, and I met that guy and many of the people from the, the, the Ponce's family and a lot of the projects that he's done over the years. But back then, I had different priorities. Go ahead. You know, and he has seen me become an educator mm, the and then become an administrator, which he and I were tripping out, you know, to even being a business owner with the coffee shop and our, our gift store, like... Yeah, man, that dude is doing good stuff. Mikey, I'm a big fan of Mikey, bro. Big fan. Has he ever been on the Emo Brown? Challenge accepted. Chica. We should get him in we'll, here. We'll get him in. Yeah, yeah. And, and he posted your your pin, and then yeah. brr, everybody on there was like, oh, my God, I like that pin. <laughs> How do I get that pin? But us Karens and Beckys, and I was like, you know what? Good. Yeah. Because you know what? No human is illegal. Mm. And to go with the theme of the last show, you got to take a stand. And sometimes some of us have more, like, it's a little more controversial when we Go make ahead. statements, right? Go ahead. So I think so. A folk like Mikey, to put it out there like that, mm. if you know him, you know him, and you know what he's down for. Yeah. 
But if you don't know him, you might see something different. So to see a person like him take a stance and use his platform. You're speaking in code, but I'm, I, you know I, what I mean? I'm picking it all up, Playboy. Yeah. I'm picking it all up. I'm just saying, like, we all need to use our platform to, to put it down. Let's like, bring him in. What do you stand for? Let's bring him in. What are you about? Ooh, let's get him in. You know, whether it's being environmentally friendly yeah. and using biodegradable straws, straws and, 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 and take out mm. whatever to like really caring about the human beings you work with. Yeah. And that's a family man. You know, I know he's not a Ponce, but I think he's helped and been instrumental in, in that restaurant success. For a minute. But knowing that whole family, they take care of their people, man. And I think one thing we we have always like I've been blessed with making some of the graphics for them and, and T shirts and all that. But I think just seeing how they treat their employees and, and how they treat me I love it, you know, because that's what every business should should do and care about, not just making money, but how you make me people feel from your customers to the people that that make it happen in your space. You know, and I value that, man. So I would go I'll do a lot of things for that family and in particular for Mikey. Good. Well, looks like we're bringing Mikey in. I'm glad you were taking a deuce. Deuce. And you saw that. Every morning. I must, I must move it before I go to move it. <laughs> Did everything come out okay, though? No. I'm fucking oh. tired. I'm stressed, oh, bro. Damn it. it has a fuck, man. I need a Metamucil or some shit. Dying. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Así es el pedo. No, so yeah, man, you're doing good things. Thank you. You too. You too. I, you know what? Now that we're bringing stuff now up. Now that we're cockshining. <laughs> I heard oh, the shit. Educated Guest podcast. Con el compita Cesar Fernandez. Yeah, and you were on there talking about they, they called you the beer connoisseur and all of this I'm and far, that. I'm fucking far from all those things. Right. I wouldn't go out and say I fucking hate beer because that would be bad, <laughs> but, you know, we're but you were on guy. there and it was cool, man, because I, I think, like you said earlier, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. That's one. That was the first podcast that I was ever a part, part of, actually. Were you really? Yeah, last year I got to do something with them. Nice. And I was tripping out because when you went on, we hadn't met yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we you had know, and it, sick goals. We had sick goals, bro. Oh, we had. We didn't we didn't know each other <laughs> no, yet. We didn't. So. Um, but listening to it and then just I don't know, thinking about life and how small the world can be. You know, and I was actually talking to my dad about that and telling about the sick goals and all that and just how long our cro our paths have crossed. Yeah, that's weird, right? You know, and it's interesting because you always hear it as you get older. Oh, the world's so small. The world gets smaller. Like, you know, and it's true. But also, I think we all attract certain types of yep. people into our lives, you know, and, and that's what I've been hearing throughout these episodes with you here on Emo Brown and even on the Educated Guest podcast, like people do things and then you become and then you attract, you know, and, and here we are, man, and I'm really excited to gang, keep building. Gang. Look at us, bro. You. Fuck. 40-something-year-old. Just getting started. Just getting started. You, you have no idea. 619-728-9300. Tell us how you feel. 728-9300. The Emo Brown lines are open. Check you later. <laughs>